recognizing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Today on Church and State, the most controversial psychological experiments of all time. And a vaccine message sparks attacks from vaccine skeptics. Plus, we pray for Will Smith. Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren, once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks, and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. Yeah, thank you for being with us. We are super appreciative of all of you listeners, whether you're on podcast, whether you're with us live on terrestrial radio, and uh, we just welcome to all of you who are new to the our, show. Our Rumble and Facebook fans. Yes, all of our internetings on the wild, wild web. Yes, thank that you. That was for cultural being here. appropriation. Yes. I am shocked to be sitting next to you. Yes, welcome. We uh, we got to get the the word out on our latest sponsor. I really want to keep pushing our latest sponsor, yeah. and we are holding in our hands. Well, hold on. You, you got to tell everybody to go to our website first. Yes, go. What is tell it? Churchandstate.media. Oh, you got it right. Yes. I'm so proud of you. Well, you know, after hearing it this many times, it's finally sinking in. I don't know. You butcher a lot of our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. We just a couple shows ago interviewed an amazing individual by the name of Andrew Sorcini. Yeah. Beverly Hills. I love his last name, don't you? Precious Metals. Yes. And I'm holding in my hand right now um, roughly about $1,900 spot value right here in my hand. Why do you have more than I do? That's exactly how much yours is. This is a solid ounce of of gold. You got two in your hand. Yeah, I got two. Because these are these are actually mine. Yours is on loan for me. But they're called a Krugerrand. You can obtain these yourself. And of course, you know, Costco has been selling gold and you can't get a hold of any of it. We, we just, as your church and state friends who are putting the word out now, you need to get secure, whether it's property, uh, whether it's uh, financial hard assets, not, not paper. The US, United States dollar is, is not sufficient. Yes, you should like Rich Dad, Poor Dad and, and uh, Dave Ramsey say to have you know, roughly $5,000 of cash on hand. You need to have precious metals alongside that. So to get your foot in the door, contact Precious Metals Exchange. Incorporated. No, Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Yes, don't forget that. Yeah. This is yours, right? What is their website? This what is, is yours? Their, yeah, this is mine. This is what I got through Andrew and, and their company. And they, they have a minimum. Have you ever seen Pulp Fiction? No. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. They, they have a, a minimum of only, you know, $2,000, which is roughly two two-ounce coins. So if, let's say, you wanted to buy two, two uh, one-ounce coins, free one, one for you and your wife, you can get started on owning, owning precious metals. There you go. Yeah. No, go to churchandstate.media, click on the very first link for our affiliates, and make sure to use that promo code Church and State because he wants to hear from you about how you heard about him. And uh, I guarantee you, this guy's going to help you out. But take advantage of all of our affiliates. Download our shows. Share them with all your friends, family, neighbors, and especially those that you don't like because we're guaranteed to anger them. Also, donate to us. We are staying on the American Christian Network. We have made that promise to each other, and but we need your help. So please donate to us. You can do it through cash or, hey, they could do it with gold now too. What if you want to mail, don't mail, don't mail gold, whatever you do. No. What is a Shatoshi? That's a bit of a Bitcoin. So it's not even a full bit. 
No. It's a fraction of it. Yes, but they can do it with that. Okay. Also, if you want to get a hold of us, Church and State 1776 at Proton.me. Now, Gabe, you and I did something kind of interesting. Uh, we didn't plan this at all, but for some reason, when we showed up at the studio today, we both decided that we were going to wear Christmas colors. Show, yeah. show off your Christmas I, colors. I Look at that. Green. Look at that. We are. And what's it? It's Christmas, yeah. apparently. So, Gabe, you know how there's this massive um, debate right now there's a massive debate right now about whether or not die hard is a christmas movie Ooh, you know this right yes yeah what, what are your thoughts on this it's absolutely a christmas movie think so huh yes even though bruce willis came out and said it's absolutely not well he also has a form of dementia so i don't know if his own words well, he said it before okay but it was on set Okay. Those early signs. That's proof. Yes. But here's the here's thing. Here's why I'm rooting for it to be a Christmas movie, because there's a lot of Christmas movies I watch just because, you know, I do. But then every once in a while, a man just needs to see an action movie. Okay. Well, I'm about to blow your mind. Okay, go. If you think Die Hard was a Christmas movie, then you have to acknowledge that Rambo was as well. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Look oh, at that, it was huh? during Christmas. It was. When he gets arrested and he's, he's being uh, uh, put into the prison here. There is Christmas decorations all around him. Rambo is a Christmas movie. Okay. Put it on your Christmas list. Put it list. on the list. Okay. Don't watch Hallmark movies. We don't want to watch any of that. We're watching Die Hard and Rambo. Go ahead. Get yourself a cup of hot cocoa, a few of Grandma's cookies, and just load in first blood. What's your favorite Grandma's cookie? I'm going to have to say I really love Mexican wedding cakes. Like my, my family builds me a, my own container of Mexican wedding cakes. And the cool thing is, is I'm the only one who likes them, but they have to have a ton of butter. You know what my favorite is? What? Those, the saltine cracker with the chocolate and, and it's got the toffee bits on it. The poverty, the poverty cookie. I don't care. I love them. That's I also great. love chocolate shortbread as That's well. That's great. Yes. Now, now everyone knows, I think you've made it pretty public that you hate the loaf with a little candies in it. Oh, dude, that's not even edible. What is that stuff called? F fruit. Figgy? Uh, no, no, fruit. Fruit, fruit uh, cake. Fruit cake, yeah. Yeah, and figgy pudding, too. We tried figgy pudding spam. You and I, no, dude, I have. <laughs> I still have an unopened tin that you and I are eating on air for Christmas. I ate a figgy pudding spam before. but So did I. We, was, we had it at our, our white elephant. It was horrendous. It was but, disgusting, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so anyway. Let's go and talk about somebody else who is horrifying and should not be consumed by the American public. Who am I talking about? Nikki Haley. Yes, that's right. Look, for any of you that are watching the presidential debates and going, you know, I kind of like her. Stop. Yeah. Knock it off. This war hawk. She's been around a long time, Gabe. She's a terrible governor. She, and then she became a United Nations ambassador. Like, is that not enough for you to not trust this woman if she worked for the U.N.? Yeah, if you, if you if you have uh, coattails with the uh, UN Council, that's definitely not okay. But listen to what she says, Gabe, about social media from her own words. Chris, let's go ahead and play that video. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, 
all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids and it's going to help our country. I love how she puts pastor in there. Just tries to, you know, put a little bit of Christianese. The poison. And it sounds good. Of course, that's the thing. A lot of people, you hear this and you don't factor in the government control, giving them control. It all sounds nice, getting rid of bots. You know, I wonder where she got the idea from. Could it have been from places like China, maybe? Or they don't have free speech? Here's the thing. I would rather deal with bots than my own government. To be quite honest. All right. But she, but the way she prefaced it, right, she first starts out with an idea that I think most of us would agree with. We would like to see the social media giants out there have to show us yeah, their algorithms, their algorithm. why they're suppressing us mm-hmm. so often in independent media. But then she, she dovetails into that everyone has to be verified, be verified by their name through the government. Absolutely like you have to not. have a license. It reminds me of like the DMV telling me <laughs> whether or not I can surf the web. Do you have, excuse me, sir, license and registration for you to be here? Mm. What? what? I, I don't need a license to be on the internet. And you know what? Whatever happened to anonymity? If you wanted to have a fake account, now I can't. This is a direct attack on free speech. She's she's literally in, in her own tone, her nice little, she looks like a mom, you know, somebody you could trust. No. But she's attacking the First Amendment right here. Absolutely not, lady. You And here's the thing. You don't stand a chance to win for president. Nobody likes you. People might like Chris Christie more than her. I don't know. That might be going too far. Yeah, I'm you know, very glad to see Mike Pence is out of the running. When he said goodbye, I was like, hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back. Yeah, and, you know, Tim Scott just got out. But, I mean, Donald Trump is clearly the front runner. You're not going to unseat him. Uh, the only the only person who ever says anything of interest during these debates because Trump has skipped all of them is is Vivek Samiwanje. Yeah, oh, man, you were just doing terrible. Samiwanje. Let's see you do it. Ramaswamy. Okay, good job. All yeah, right. good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gabe over here Vivek being a racist. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but seriously, I mean, when he went after, did you see when he went after the RNC? Oh yeah. Yeah, he, he's, you know, gaining attention, but he's also himself, uh, you know, definitely got ties to Soros. I don't know if I trust him entirely, but yeah. I sure do enjoy the show. I will say that. I agree. When, when uh, uh, what's her name, Romney uh, McDaniels or whatever, uh, the RNC chair. I didn't catch that. Yeah, you didn't catch I that part? I what happened. Oh, he attacked her viciously. He actually offered up his time at the microphone for her to come and defend herself and, and how she's been using RNC dollars. Like wow. it was, it was brilliant. Dude, talk about awkward. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's yeah, it's actually drop. quite good. All right, uh, from there, Gabe, there was a time when you and I grew up, same time frame, and there was a time period where, as Christians and actors go, we kind of Will Smith was safe, was he not? Big time. Yeah, I remember watching, you know, Beverly Hills. You know, uh, what is it? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I also remember listening to rap that was put out by Will Smith, and it was actually really clean, you know, yeah. uh, getting jiggy with it, you know. He's, he did. He said, I don't cuss in my rap songs. Yeah, right? he was actually really, uh, you know, as far as movies are concerned, uh, pretty clean, you know. Generally speaking, yes. He was somebody that you could kind of get behind. And then all of a sudden, the rug got pulled out. Like, you know, his, his wife admits that basically she's made him into a cuck. 
Yeah, he's got some type of weird sexual exploits that he's had to engage in and then cover up multiple affairs by her. Then, of course, her publicly saying he had affairs. So it then, got then really awkward. His then son sons. got all gender confused, yeah, cross, didn't know what cross he dressing. was, right? And Wearing dresses. Then he goes up and slaps Chris Rock in the face. Whether that was real or just acting, we don't know, right? But now, recently, he's got another attack there that's coming at him from one of his former best friends. I'm, I'm assuming they're not friends anymore after this. No. And we've got a small clip here, but listen to the accusation that's being made about Will Smith. And just before you play this, oh yeah, this is of a very, very sexual nature, and just for everyone in the room, uh, please, those of you on American Christian Network, if you're in listening distance to any young people, please either pause or turn your radios down. You can beat a person so much that they fall into submission. So I, I open the um, door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne and having anal sex with Will. Let me process that for a second. There was a couch, and um, Will was bent over on the couch, and Dwayne was standing up, killing him. Murder, like murder. It was murder in there. Okay, some of you are probably wondering, why are, why are we even putting this on the radio? Well, Caleb, I'm going to let you go to yeah, that. Yeah, so who, who he's talking about is he's talking about Dwayne Martin having uh, this sexual encounter with Will Smith. Uh, this individual had been sent out um, searching for Will Smith. He was at a, um, they were doing a movie, and he couldn't find him anywhere. He's answering calls and everything, like, we need him right now. And so he had the, the keys to Dwayne Martin's um, uh, trailer as well. So he opened it up, and he witnessed this. Uh, why am I bringing this up and, and why did I even begin the story talking about how Will Smith had been kind of a safe haven for Christians for quite some time um, is because I think God is bringing him to a very low point. And so I'm taking a little bit of a different spin on this, all these stories regarding Will Smith. I'm going to ask the audience to pray for him. I, I think this guy has been brought to the lowest of the low points. And this is a time, I know this is true in my life, and I bet it's probably true in your life as well, Gabe. This is a time where when everything else that you built your life upon falls away, that's when Christ can really reach you. Yeah, Re redemptive power of Jesus's blood knows no bounds. And I know some of you are very, very disturbed by some of this information, but the reality is this, Hollywood needs Jesus big time. It is absolutely depraved, but we also know that there's a remnant that's got God's rising up, and there's also an exposure that's happening right now. So this is probably one of many stories of people who are being drawn back into the fold. Um, you know, uh, we've seen off and on stories of people like Justin Bieber or Kanye West being drawn back into the faith. How much of it we know to be real, I don't know, um, but it's a, it's a real thing. Um, Jesus also said about rich people, it's harder for them to enter into the kingdom uh, than, than the, old, the old analogy of a camel through the eye of a needle, which however you've been taught what that means, there's many different ways. Jesus just saying it is not easy. No, and, and here's the other thing, Gabe. If I memory serves me correctly, I believe Will Smith was on the Epstein uh, flight log. Um, and so when Hollywood goes after somebody like this that they've for so long protected, I, it almost makes me wonder things as well. Was he going to release some information? Did he, was his conscience starting to be, um, 
I don't know, was it starting to reemerge perhaps? Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But I think regardless, I stand by my statement. Let's all unite in prayer for Will Smith that God would reach into this guy's life and that uh, we could claim another one for heaven instead of hell. Yeah. We actually have some video footage I want to address and talk. Chris has got this ready. This is actually uh, uh, from Amir Serfati on his uh, Telegram channel. A lot of people have been hearing about the fighting going on in Gaza. Well, they have just uh, today, in fact gone into Shifa Hospital, which is in Gaza, and there's been evidence of terror tunnels built directly beneath the hospital. They've found uh, tunnels, but this is also video footage of, of, of instrument uh, instruments of terrorism that they've found. Kind of navigate through this, and the first thing is interesting. Go ahead and play that, Chris. So we're inside the MRI center of the Shifa Hospital. Israeli troops breached here a few hours ago, and we have cleared the area, make sure that it's safe. And a few of the most interesting things that we have found totally confirm, without any doubt, that Hamas systematically uses hospitals in their military operations in violation of international law. And what we have found, I think, is only the tip of the iceberg. Let me show you a few examples. Security cameras have been obstructed. All of the security cameras are uh, covered, and this isn't the only one. You'll see the rest of them here. I don't know when it was used the last time, but... It is definitely an MRI machine, and if you follow me behind the MRI machine, I'll show you what our troops exposed just minutes ago. In military terms, this is a grab bag, grab and go, of a Hamas combatant. And if you zoom in, and we get some light over here. I would not want bullets around anything magnetic. Are, is military equipment. Very interesting. There is a, an AK-47, there are cartridges, am ammo, uh, there are uh, grenades in here, of course, uniforms, and all of that. This was hidden very conveniently, secretly, behind the MRI machine. On the other side, we found a backpack with what appears to be very important intelligence, including a laptop, and we'll show you that momentarily. We tried to uncover the cameras, but all of the cameras have been obstructed. You can see there's black uh, tape covering it, and when our troops opened this a closet here, which is in the main part of the clinic. This is what they found. The contents of the bag. That's, prob that's probably good, Chris. What's very interesting, those of you are probably scratching your head on, what, what does it mean to have security cams scratched out? Well, that one of the first things they did, the IDF, is went to the actual security cam uh, hard drives to try to find any kind of like layout as far as people moving through because they would have evidence of actual terrorists moving through. There is no footage. Uh, which is is unfortunate, but these these terror tunnels, Caleb. Did you know that some of them are as much as 150 meters below the surface? Yeah, yeah. that 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 is so crazy. The infrastructure, and then and then electricity, and then ventilation. There is a lot of money that has been sunk into this. Yeah, these, these Hamas terrorists, they've been doing this for years. Uh, you can actually go back and, and do a simple search on this, and you'll find that they have oftentimes hidden behind hospitals, schools, daycare centers. Uh, this is just standard operating procedure for them, uh, whereas within the West, and I mean, I'm including Israel in this mindset, the West, we typically have men that will stand in front of women and children. The, the Muslims will oftentimes use them as a human shield uh, because they were worship death. They, 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 you know, the, the martyrdom is the only way that they are going to be secure in their entry into heaven. And so I'm not surprised by this at all. Now I will address this. 
there is going to be people that are going to come out. Uh, I can already, it's like I have foreknowledge of this game. There are going to be people, people who come out and say, this whole thing was planted. Israel went in there and they took, you know, half a day to set all this up, grab some AKs, created a go bag, put the tape up on the cameras themselves. That's the accusation that's going to come from the leftists on this. Yeah. they're going to probably definitely throw out there that this was all planted. One thing they won't be able to dissuade people on is once they start getting video footage of the actual tunnels going beneath. Um, that'll be very interesting once they present footage of that. Uh, they've already presented footage of another hospital, not this exact one, but another hospital I've, I've, I've looked at the footage of direct tunnels going directly beneath it. So, and also testimony and some, some of it could be provocated, but um, people staying in the hospital actually saying, getting interviewed by Al Jazeera, Al Jazeera pulling the, the actual camera away. You can look this up. He's saying in the hospital, basically complaining that there is no uh, electricity at times and fuel because Hamas is using it in the hospital. And instantly Al Jazeera pulls the camera away. No, you're, you're absolutely right. All right, let's move on from there, Gabe, and let's talk about vaccines. You and I seem to cover vaccines a lot on this show. What, is, is there something specific about you and I that just makes us angry and want to cover the vaccine issue all the time? Well, it's to me, it's diabolical, and we were already covering it years ago, back when we first met Del Bigtree, got to spend some time with him. And we actually, like, I don't um, know if people know this, but I actually got to spend one-on-one time with one other individual and Robert Kennedy uh, junior. Yeah, I was, I, I was at that event yeah. with Robert F. Kennedy very, Jr. Very, very, yeah. uh, many years ago. At I was the his state bodyguard capital. there. Yeah. The that state capital, I got to like listen to him. And ever since then, it has not been, uh, a prediction It's just been watching our rights being taken away. So it's, it's just been a process. But recently Albert Borla of Pfizer, the CEO, he brought about, uh, some direct attacks from vaccine skeptics. And, uh, it looks as if they want to self congratulate themselves. There's, uh, you can go to X, formerly Twitter, and see that we've hit the three-year anniversary. And Pfizer, uh, you know, COVID vaccine CEO wanted to praise himself and everyone Give himself there. a good yeah, pat on can the we, back. Can we give ourselves a <laughs> more than this? This this is not what I'm thinking. This is, yeah, this you're, is you're, more. You're thinking the laughter. Yeah, well, he got a lot of laughter on here, all right? But oh, he, stop it. There Stop pushing buttons. <laughs> there we go. I cannot take you anywhere. Anyway, he, he posted a photo of himself and a number of his friends or colleagues, each wearing a mask that says science will win. The photo was taken moments after we received the good news from our R&D team, and you can see the smiles through our masks, he wrote. <laughs> what? No. He also said this. As Aristotle said, our problem is not that we aim too high and we miss. Our problem is that we aim too low and hit. Interesting statement there. I don't there. think you actually hit. Yeah, but here's the thing. His little post, well, it didn't go off very well. In fact, they had to actually stop comments. Yeah. Yeah. They actually had to turn off the comments on their post. Why? Because people were so enraged. Oh, I don't know. Because Pfizer, uh, look, I just got totally distracted. You see this? This one guy over here is wearing two masks. You see this? Oh, my gosh. He's wearing two masks. Oh, my gosh. What they, a they're loser. Double protected. The irony. On that one. So, Riley Gaines, uh, the, the famous swimmer who we'd love to interview on the show someday, and anti vaxxer, she commented the irony of masks that say science will win. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know, Gabe, I'm getting breaking news in my ear. Actually, it's in, it's in regard to this photo. It sounds like actually um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, yep. Four of the five people in this picture have actually died from sudden death. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the interesting thing is we have to keep boosting. It never stops. Booster 12.5, it will keep coming. So, yeah, the one comment was uh, you and your filthy, your fellow filthy animals should be eviscerated. Babies and children strong have died words. in your hands. But he's right. Look, that, whoever posted that, those are strong words, but he's right. You, you five over there, you gruesome five, you are di- directly responsible for the death of millions of people. And that death count is continuing to rise. It will continue throughout the ages. Um, Gabe, I mean, I was talking to you about this off camera and I might as well just share it with the audience. Uh, my aunt just died, um, just this weekend. Uh, and unfortunately she took all the vaccines, all the boosters and she developed uh, stage stage four pancreatic cancer. And, uh, I mean, that's a shame. Very fortunately, uh, she was a believer. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, she, she unfortunately listened to the fear, um, that they were peddling back then and, and took all the vaccines and boosters, but at least I know that that woman is healed. And um, actually, you know what? I know I'm totally going off script here, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. We're not even going to do the last story here because I want, I want to talk to you about something. Mm-hmm. So healing, right? We so oftentimes pray for healing. Healing in, the, in the, the natural world, the world that we know, right? Our physical world here. And there are a lot of people that would say, you know, if, if the person isn't healed... Well, it, was, it just wasn't God's will, right? They called him home. Let me, let me throw this at you, Gabe. The healing occurs. It's just the location, right? When Jesus, when Jesus calls somebody home to heaven, do they not have a new body? Absolutely, yeah. Right? So when you pray for healing for somebody, and I know that there can be a lot of these mamby-pamby prayers that are like, heal this person, but if it's not your will, Lord, you know, your will be done, not mine, right? No, pray for that healing. Because here's the thing, God can either heal them in our physical world here on earth, or he can heal them completely in heaven. Right. Would you not agree with that? I agree. Absolutely. What's your question? That's, that's my question is a lot of people, a lot, well, but I mean, a lot of people, I guess I didn't phrase it properly in a question format, but, but a lot of people, when they see that, they say, well, God just decided not to heal them. He called them home instead. I, I, I'm arguing, and, I, and I'm asking your opinion if you agree with it, on whether or not that person has been healed, regardless of their location. Yeah, well, there's two examples in Scripture that I'm just going to go to. One where you can change God's mind. You can literally change his mind. Moses, having a conversation with God, literally changes the mind and says, you know, because Moses and him are having this conversation, I'm about ready to wipe all these millions of, yeah. of people out. Abraham did the same thing. And he says, you know, please reconsider. Okay. Abraham did the same exact thing. Uh, We also see where Jesus and, you know, Paul, Paul spent time with Jesus directly for what they say is three years. And Paul was close with the Lord. And he asked time after time after time. We don't know exactly what it was, but he asked that this thorn in his flesh be removed God's answer was no. And he said, what? My grace grace is is sufficient for you. Sometimes God says no. So if, if you are asking, you should not ask, uh, remiss or without, without faith, faith. The Bible says it's impossible to please the Lord without faith. I like this saying faith is not spelled F H I T H. It's spelled R I S K. 
you have to realize that first step that Peter took off the boat actually wasn't the hardest one. It was the second step. Because half of his foot was still in the boat. It's that, that next step where all of you is in. You are all in. And you're fully embracing. You now have cancer, let's just say. I fully embrace it. I'm not afraid of death. I'm not afraid of drowning here in this water, just like Peter. So, but yes, he can say no. All right. Well, for all of our fans out there, make sure to cozy up this weekend and watch Rambo, the best <laughs> Christmas movie. Church and State is sponsored in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party. I am Gabe Blomgren, and a calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire. 